need to find something to watch. <laughs> oh my God. You know, have y'all ever, well, first off, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the movie Bugle. My name is Justin, and thank y'all so much for tuning in. <laughs> Please be sure to follow me on all of the socials on my Instagram at the movie bugle and on Twitter at the movie bugle. And you also can find some videos of me on YouTube as well. If you just search the movie bugle, I release a podcast every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You know, the podcast is available on quite a few platforms um, It's available on Apple podcasts It's available on Spotify. If you have our heart radio podcast is on there too. It's available on tune in stitcher and Google Podcasts. So I try to release an episode every single week. We are in season two. I'm so excited to be talking movies and TV shows with you guys again. So thank y'all for tuning in. You know, I was actually just sitting here like trying to find something to watch on TV. And it's, it's so crazy. Cause like there's a lot of stuff on TV, but then there's not a lot of stuff on TV. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever ran into that like you be trying to like okay let me see what i could turn on or you just you have a few hours of kills so you just go on television and or you go on the, the netflix or the disney plus and stuff and there's a lot of content there but then it's not a lot of content you're like either i've seen it all or i'm not really in the mood to watch this or like you know certain things you have to be in the mood to watch certain things like if it's dramatic i have to be in the mental state where i can actually deal with the dramatic piece right now because i don't feel like crying i don't feel like being upset or you know do i want to be you know do i want to laugh do i want to be scared you know so it's 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 a whole thing but anyways thank y'all for tuning in to another episode i'm so excited so this particular episode there's been a lot of stuff happening you know in 2020 when the pandemic hit when this whole parallelogram this pythagorean thing this prometheus <laughs> it's definitely a prometheus so when this prometheus hit a lot of major movies pushed their movies back you know from 2020 to 2021 and um, pretty much with the exception of like big movies like Mulan, um, Tenet came out last year. Um, you had Trolls World Tour, which came out right at the beginning of the pandemic. They had pretty much ran their entire, you know, ad campaign at that point. Um, you know, Wonder Woman 1984 was in December. We'll talk about that in a second. A lot of movies were pushed back to 2021, a lot of major movies. And I remember last year, and I think I talked about this as well, but last year, um, like I remember Fast and Fast 9 was like one of the first major movies to jump a year. And I was like, what? Like, is it really gonna be that serious, y'all? Like little did we know that that was gonna be a whole thing. Like movies were gonna get pushed back. And the thing, the thing was is, you know studios didn't really know what was going to happen with this whole you know prometheus that's been going on outside and so they wanted to secure a date for next year the way you know they said maybe in a year you know everything was gonna be good so a lot of movies got pushed back well we had some movies that came out last year like i said you know mulan you know tenant one woman 1984 um, but we also had smaller movies that came out as well. But 2021 was supposed to be the year of all the movies. And there's been a lot of movies that come out this year. But I, what I want to talk to with you guys about just really quick is there's, you know, we're still in this um, a Prometheus. We're still in a Pythagorean theorem. We are still in a whole 
you know, parallelogram outside, there is still a pandemic going on, whether or not people want to admit it or not. We are still dealing with it. And it's not necessarily the whole like, you know, COVID thing. It's also, you know, things are being shut down. There's still regulations and parameters in place for businesses and movie theaters. And, you know, do you have to wear a mask? Do you have to be vaccinated? So we're still trying to figure all that stuff out. And because of that, a lot of people are still uncomfortable going to the movies. I'm not one of them. I try to go to the movies as often as I possibly can, especially when the movie was made to be in theaters. So, but there's a lot of people, you know, I, I live in a, in a major metropolis city. And, you know, when I look at these numbers and when I have these conversations with people and, you know, when I do my research and stuff like that online, you know, LA, New York, you know, I think maybe Houston, not necessarily, it's, it's getting up there, but LA, New York for sure, San Francisco, Atlanta are like the four major cities for movie theaters. And that's where a lot of the movies, uh, the, the box office comes from. So if these four cities are affected, the studios definitely think about whether or not we should release a movie in theater now, should we push it back? What's the tea? You know what I mean? So. What I want to, um, you know, talk about a little bit is basically, okay, so Shang-Chi came out, you know, a few weeks ago. Great movie. Amazing. If you haven't go seen it, go see it. Uh, this is not, well, I'm not talking about the movie itself. We're just talking about, you know, the business side of what happened. So Shang-Chi came out and it had a big Labor Day weekend debut. So it opened up $71.4 million, three-day opening weekend, which is the highest grossing movie over Labor Day, you know, in a long time. And you think about it, it's Labor Day, you know, but in a regular world, people are outside. People don't usually go to the movies. So there's certain points of the year where, you know, movies are placed strategically depending on the type of movie. Um, like, for example, you know, January is usually like a dump month. You know, movies that come out in January, you may have a hidden gem every now and then that comes out in January. But for the most part, movies that come out in January, you know, it's like they were there and then they were gone type thing. Um, February is the new hidden gem month because of Black Panther. We've seen other major movies like Fifty Shades of Grey um, pop up in February as well. But February, because of Valentine's Day, you'll see a lot of romantic comedies. You'll see a lot of romance movies just in general, just to appeal to the, the time that they're in. Right. So then you have March and April. That's spring. Now, spring is a precursor to summer. So depending on the movie itself, if it's like Marvel, you know, it'll obviously do great. If it's Disney, it'll do great. Disney usually drops some type of movie in the springtime as like a precursor to summer summer season and last week's episode we actually talked about you know all the movies i saw during the summer and summer because of marvel has officially started like the last weekend in april and it goes through about august officially and this is pre uh prometheus times this is you know when not when you know the aliens are outside and you know infected people with covid19 i'm talking about regular you know regular times you know uh avengers infinity war came out the last weekend in april avengers endgame came out the last weekend in april and it kick-started the summer movie season and also studios even though they're in competition with each other they're also helping each other out because like for example when Avengers Endgame came out in 2019, 
no other major movie studio was placing movies around that time because it was like what's the point why am i going to go against this major juggernaut that we all know that everyone is going to go to the movies and see you know so just usually like you'll have a major movie come out and you'll have small indie movies because those always you know do what they're supposed to do they'll you know they'll get a the couple of million dollars and you know keep it going and it's a nice slow oh i saw this movie this this time or i couldn't go see avengers so i had to go see this and it was really good type thing but as far as like other major movies you'll rarely see two major movies come out on the same weekend they may be like a week apart but anyways that's that's a whole other thing but from like the last weekend in april to about august ish is when summer movie and then you have september can be like a hit and miss um but september is when oscar movies starts to hit the 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 movie theaters because i think there's a window where they have to come out to be considered uh which i really don't get that but anyways um October obviously is Halloween and then from November to December is holiday movie season and then other um, other major franchises can also put out their stuff as well but it has to be a major franchise like Marvel usually puts out a movie in the fall time you know Disney could put out one I think Avatar came out um, with you know Avatar the, the you know um, uh, James Cameron Avatar came out in December all the Star Wars movies have come out during December so it, it just depends and the this year we know we're supposed to have eternals come out in november spider-man uh, no way home come out in december um they just you know showed the first trailer for the matrix was supposed to come out december uh december 22nd so we'll talk about that in a second but anyways that's usually how movies are released in theaters well going back to what i was saying before shang chi came out and it was a big labor day weekend success um you know for a solo movie film you know as or just showing regular signs of people going back to the movies right over the four-day weekend it made about 90 million dollars so it was it was a huge thing however um there's been this question of whether or not movies are going to move or not um, the other two major movies that made the most money this year during the pandemic was Black Widow, which was released in July. It came out with about $80 million in theaters alone. It was also released on Disney Plus for premiere access. And I think the opening weekend, it made another like 20 to $30 million on there. Um, and it's still available for premiere access. I think you could buy it right now on iTunes, but they have a certain window where you can get it for premiere access on Disney Plus. And then the last one, was Fast 9 which was released back in June in June which had a 70 million dollar opening weekend and as of today and well as of right now I think Fast 9 is the highest grossing domestic movie um no I have to look at it again but I know I know it crossed over 700 million dollars worldwide so um good shout out to the the Fast 9 cast and everything like that we're supposed to be getting two more we'll see what happens with that um but that one had no digital release option as well but you have some movies that are moving to next year. You have some movies that are cementing their date. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about and just try to, you know, ask the question, should movies move? Should they not move? And what's going on with that? So when the reason why I wanted to talk about this is, you know, I was looking at Shang-Chi and I was saying that, you know, Shang-Chi had to do a certain number in order for other studios and even Disney Marvel themselves to figure out whether or not they wanted to move their movies. I want to say when Suicide Squad came out in August, it premiered 
just under 30 million dollars in you know and for a superhero movie that's you know relatively low even during this prometheus that we're going on outside um now there's an argument that said you know well it was also released on hbo max at the same time for free so that could have cut into it but there's other movies that came out that was you know digital released on hbo max as well as you know in theaters that did a little bit better like mortal kombat or godzilla versus kong um i think space jam 2 did you know similar so i'm not too sure i had to i should look that up but anyways you know so there's been a lot of question you know, Candyman also came out and that was that was just theaters only. So I think that one opened up in the 20, uh, 20 million dollar range as well. Um, but that's a horror film, you know, it was also it broke ground because that was a black female director. And it was the first time a black female director was able to open up with those types of box office numbers. So shout out to Candyman. You know, I enjoyed that film, uh, movie a lot. But there were other there's been movies that's been moving to 2022 and it's strange to me so before shang chi came out before that movie debuted um a movie that is coming up that i'm actually going to talk about in an episode just tied in with a few other topics with it is venom let there be carnage the second installment in the non-spider-man spider-man universe (laughs) i should say um I'll get a little bit more into it on that episode just to break down, you know, why we have like these Spider-Man characters um, like villains or side characters without Spider-Man. Like, why is Sony doing this? But I'll talk about that more in that episode. So be sure to check that out. It'll come out right after the movie comes out. But anyways, um, Venom was originally supposed to come out uh october 15th on 2021 the same weekend of halloween kills which is the next installment with jamie lee curtis and the halloween michael myers franchise and i was saying you know that's that's goes back to that thing i was talking about earlier about two major movies coming out on the same day that's very rare usually only seen that during the summer because there's only so many weekends you know in you know in the summertime but in in october there's plenty of room for it to move around but they were both coming out the same day and then given the things that was happening with like Candyman and a few other movies it moved to january or february of 2022 and everyone was like okay so we started to see some movies move um, and then Shang-Chi came out and just blew expectations because I think the industry expectation for Shang-Chi was supposed to be around $40 million just on trend with everything else. And it almost doubled and pretty much doubled that. So then Sony was like, OK, bet. Let's snatch it back. You know, let's grab, you know, grab the, the edges and bring it all the way back to 2021 and actually move it up two weeks. And it's officially coming out uh, October 1st. I believe yeah october 1st of 2021 and i thought that was so interesting and they also started to run the ad campaign of tickets go on sale this certain day so they are cementing their actual date of october 1st of 2021 and i was like hmm that's interesting you know like i you know we've seen a lot of movies move around like but usually for the most part they just keep putting getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back you know we don't see a lot of movies that get pushed back and then brought back and you know it's like a seesaw type thing um but i thought that was very interesting but you have some other movies that got pushed to 2022 
with you know it's, we're just coming out 2022 so like mission impossible 7 got pushed back to 2022 top gun maverick got moved to may 22nd 2022 uh jackass forever was supposed to come out in october but that got pushed to february and i want to say all of those movies are paramount so i also read an article that paramount may move all their movies until 2022 so i don't i don't know but I started asking myself these questions like should movies move should they not move you know it's it's kind of like a, a tip for a tap because like i said me personally i don't mind going to the movies i don't mind you know going there you know i do mind people who go to the movies and talk you know i i went to go see what, what movie was it oh it was don't breathe too I went to go see Don't Breathe 2 and Don't Breathe 2 is a horror movie y'all like it's it's a horror movie like horror with the the blood and all the stuff like that you know jump scares and everything right I went to go see it opening weekend like either Thursday night or Friday night and this mom brought her two babies into the theater like one was maybe like two the other one was like maybe three four months old and I okay and for someone who doesn't have children I can't understand you know the 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 wanting of you know I still want to go out and live my best life but I have to bring my children I you know I can get that however comma there is a certain one there's certain movies you shouldn't bring a baby to like that's just the thing you know if if a man is throwing axes at people's heads and you know slicing people open that's not a movie you should bring a two-year-old that's just my personal opinion I'm sorry if anyone disagrees with that but you know you're your own person that's your child you can do whatever you want to do if you decide to bring them maybe opening night at nine o'clock at night is not the appropriate time to bring children to a horror movie that's why they have shows throughout the entire day i'm sorry sis like go see the movie at 11 o'clock in the morning on a saturday when you have the time off not nine o'clock at night on opening night like we don't want to anyways anyways I don't mind going to the theaters to see movies like that's you know i find a joy in that but like i said earlier there's a lot of people who are still uncomfortable going to the movies um they like the comfort of their home they don't like the distractions they don't you know they don't want to uh, have to worry about people sneezing on them people sitting in the seat before them is the theaters going to be clean you know it's i think that now that we've brought germs to everyone's forefront of our mind everyone is continuously thinking about it which is a good thing because people are dirty like we have people out there who don't bathe Anyways, that's a whole other comment, uh, topic of discussion. But, you know, I broke up two different lists just to go over really quick why movies should or should not move. So let's start with the should. You know, just so I can play devil's advocate first because I don't think movies should move, but that's my thing. But let's start with the opposite side. So I would say one of the reasons why movies shouldn't move to next year or just change the release date is now uh, is for more money. Now, when I say this, and I, I talk about this all the time, I'm not an advocate of, you know, the big executives making all the money and all this stuff like that. And that's not what I'm saying. I think it's a ripple effect. So, for example, I'll break it to you like this. Um, Avengers Endgame, right? Which is the highest grossing movie 
Um, well, it was, but then they re-released Avatar in theaters, and it, when I went back to be a number one. But anyways, but Avengers Endgame, in my opinion, is the highest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> but let's talk about like the opening weekend. So opening weekend, Avengers Endgame made about three hundred and fifty million dollars. Though no movie has ever made that much opening weekend, and it shattered all the box records and um, all the stuff like that. Shattered that right. A movie, I would say like that. I think I think the budget between Infinity War and Endgame was around five hundred million dollars. Now, five hundred million dollars is for the VFX, is for the actors, is for the directors and the producers, is for the set crew, is for the Aaron boys, is for everyone who works on this movie. It's also they also roll a little bit of the ad. Um, the ad money for that as well into that budget so when avengers endgame end up making almost three billion dollars billion with the b that brings more money back to the studio for them to continue giving us content so when i say it makes more money it's not for the sake of let's just pay these high you know paid actors more money or let's give the executives more money it's you know if studios don't have money to give us content, we're going to run out of stuff. And that was a real conversation that was happening last year with the pandemic when everything had to shut down for production. You know, you have Netflix. Netflix is the highest uh, streaming service out there right now because they've been working years to build their platform to where it is now to the point where they can release a movie you know once a week now whether or not the movie is good that's a different story but they're still releasing content that they had a mission to put out 52 movies this year and they've so far been putting out a movie every single week as well as tv shows and all this other stuff like that right but if everyone stops subscribing to netflix Netflix is not going to be able to make these movies anymore. So there's money. It, it takes money to make money. And I think that's what it is. So movies that get pushed back to next year will make more money. And also the other side to that is with you're going to make more money in a theater than you would on a streaming platform. And I know us consumers, a lot of people don't want to like hear that, but it's the reality the reason why Avengers Endgame made $350 million opening weekend is because people like myself saw it multiple times that weekend. They had every single theater, movie theater in like the in the theater, like showing Avengers Endgame so you could go see it multiple times. If you buy it on streaming or if you just stream it for free on, on you know Netflix or whatever the case may be, there's a cap as to how much money you can make because people are not going to be able the people are not going to buy that movie twice online or some or they can't like if i buy a movie on itunes i can't go buy it again and then also if i buy it on itunes and i have a household full of six people that 20 to 30 dollar purchase is for all six of us versus if i go to the movies or imax you know imax screening is 20 dollars per person so the movies in the you know theaters is not gonna get as much money and then also the third part of it is the theaters themselves, the theater chains, the AMCs and the Regals and the United's and the Harkins and all the stuff like that. They're not going to get the money that they need to, to remain open. And those are people that I actually care about because that's jobs. So that's what I say. You know, it'll be more money for the movies. Another reason why it should move is because they don't have to worry about being shut down or losing a date for next year if it's forced to move. So like with Top Gun Maverick and, you know, Mission Impossible 7, 
they already solidified their date for next year because they're like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. So we'll just go ahead and move it to next year. And they already got the date they wanted. Now, if a whole bunch of other movies uh, or studios are doing the exact same thing, and they decide at the last minute to blink and move then they're going to be okay what day is available what day is available how it's going to work i'll have to go against this movie and stuff like that so they you know they move their stuff early so they can just have first pickings so i guess that's another reason why and then you know i would say just for the sake of someone who likes to go to theaters it keeps the, the theater going experience and waiting until everyone has the chance to see it so like i said i like going to the theaters i like the theater going experience i saw shang chi in you know the the chinese theater over there in hollywood twice and it was amazing to go see a big marvel blockbuster franchise and a, a major movie theater you know it was nice to be surrounded by the people everyone is sharing those excitements together it was it was nice and you know a lot of areas people don't have that luxury right now i don't know if there's anywhere that theaters are still closed um, but like i said everyone doesn't feel comfortable going to theaters yet so it'll be nice to wait have these movies wait until everyone feels comfortable now with that being said these are the reasons why i feel like movies should not move some movies have been sitting on the shelf for way too long people may lose interest um I, I know there's a big lawsuit going on right now for Black Widow. Pretty much um, Scarlett Johansson and her lawyers are suing Disney because, you know, they said it was supposed to be theaters only. They put it on Disney Plus and she missed out on some of her back um, earn um, back earn earnings from the movie. And I know there was discussions going back and forth, but, you know, there's a lawsuit going on right now. But in my personal opinion, um, because one of her arguments is because it was on Disney Plus, it didn't make as much money as it could in theaters alone. I personally feel, and this has nothing to do with the, the legal stuff or anything tied with that, Black Will sat on the shelf for way too long. Um, I think that coming off of Endgame, you know, and then Spider-Man, you know, uh, Far From Home, that came out 2019. Black Widow was supposed to come out in 2020. They pushed it back a whole year and a few months. So at the point that it was originally supposed to come out, I think the Spider-Man 2 was supposed to come out in July of 19. Well, it came out in July 19. And then Black Widow was supposed to come out May 2020. So it was already a big gap of no Marvel content in general. And now a movie was supposed to kickstart, you know, phase four. They pushed it back a whole nother year. And for that movie in particular, I think people just lost interest. You know, it wasn't as big of a hit. You know, you had people, you know, that was still excited. But some movies that are coming out, like, for example, Eternals has been sitting on the shelf done for over a year. Um, I'm pretty sure, you know, Top Gun Maverick has been sitting on the shelf. It was supposed to come out last year. So is Mission Impossible 7. You know, a lot of movies that were pushed back from last year to this year have been done. Like they already had a release date. Um, like I know um, the, the movie A Quiet Place 2 was supposed to come out the week after everything got shut down and i think it was supposed to come out around my birthday last year but it, you know so they 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 pushed the release date to this year or well, they they pulled it and then they had they set the release date for this year so that movie was done all edits and vfx and everything was done 
So they pushed it back a whole year. If they would have pushed that movie back again, people would have lost interest. Like, oh, or people would have forgot about it. So I think that you don't want you don't want people to lose that, you know, esteem of, okay, that movie is coming out. You know, also time with that, we want we want these movies. Like they're already done. So people are gonna go see the movie regardless. And I think that, you know, as much as I advocate for people to go to the theaters, you do have the option to put it on streaming as well. Or you don't have to put it on a streaming service where people get it for free. Put it so where people can buy it. You know what I mean? You know, maybe put it in theaters one week and then the next weekend put it for, you know, PVOD, which is, you know, premium video on demand. Or people can buy the content or rent it for 48 hours. Uh, Respect, you know, the movie about, you know, the late Aretha Franklin was in theaters. And then I want to say maybe a weekend or two weeks later, it's already available on iTunes for for rental for $19.99. So it's we have a lot of options for us to go see these movies because we want it. And my third point would be theaters are open. You know, people can go see it now. Um, they could run movies in theaters for, you know, I think the, before this, you know, Prometheus that we've been in, you know, the, the normal window for a theater, a movie to be in a theater was about 72 days. It was just a little bit over two months and then it would pull it. So if they go back to even like a 45 day window, a lot of uh, theater chains or no, sorry, the studio chains have a 45 day window before they do anything with it. I know Paramount is one in particular. Uh, It plays in theaters alone and then it goes to Paramount Plus or whatever after that. Right. So you have plenty of time to go see a movie in the theater where you can go in a theater all to yourself. I know AMC is still doing private rentals, so you can rent out a theater to yourself if you really want to go see a movie in theater. So I think that there is plenty of ways for uh, people to go see these movies where studios don't have to push it back. Studios have figured out a way for people to um, make movies in a safe environment. So if they can still make these movies, let's still feeding them, you know, let's continue like do what we need to do and go see them. Now a streaming an option. I personally believe that, you know, there are certain movies that are made for streaming. There are certain movies that are made for the theaters themselves. I don't want to see a major movie at home. I'm sorry. Like I'm one of those people who I want to go see it in the theater. Like for example, Eternals. And whenever I see these trailers for Eternals, I'm like that movie I want to see in theaters. I want to go specifically to the Chinese theater, you know, in Hollywood. I want to go see it there because I want the superpowers to be blast in my face. I want to feel it in my seat. And no, even if I had the biggest television with the best surround sound, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same as experiencing those movies in a crowd full of people or just in the theater in general, you know, movies that are shot with IMAX lenses, the the format is is changed when they when you watch it at home, you don't get the same effect. So, I definitely feel like, you know, streaming is an option, but not for everything. And I think that both can exist in the same universe, you know, in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I definitely feel like, you know, streaming um you know, because people think, oh, streaming can re- it can replace going to the movies. I don't think so. I think that there are still people like me who want to go to the theaters. Um, you know, even like, for example, the Matrix trailer just came out and the Matrix, it comes out right before Christmas. And it's, uh, it's a part of that deal with HBO Max where it goes to theaters and HBO Max the same day. 
a lot of people or content creators I've seen online who do like trailer reactions and stuff that I will watch, they're like, I'm going to the theaters to see this. Like, there's no way I'm going to watch my first viewing of Matrix 4 at home. And I feel the same way. So I feel like, you know, streaming can't replace it for everyone. It definitely has. There are some people who they don't care watching movies at home. They're like, I'm going to be at home. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I can watch everything here. You know, we still have a community of people who still pirate movies. You know, I I advocate for, you know, support. You know what I mean? Like, I, I try to buy as many movies as I can. You know, movies and stuff that I like. And then, obviously, if I have it available on streaming, you know, on a, the, a, a service that I pay for, I'll watch it there. But I'm not going to, like, you know, pirate it. But anyways, that's the whole other comment, uh, conversation. But I don't think streaming can replace going to the movies for everyone. But I think that if done strategically, it can coexist with going to the theaters. So there you guys have it. You know, we have movies and we're going to we're going to keep watching. We're going to keep, you know, taking a look and see what's going to be happening because we're there's still movies that could move. They just announced before me recording this that, you know, Halloween Kills is going to open up on October 15th, but it's also going to Peacock. And I was like, Peacock, like, first of all, who has Peacock? Like, no shade. Like, you know what I mean? It's a it's a free service to people. So I'm like, y'all are just giving this movie away. But I guess they figure, you know, there's really no need for them to push it back. But we have other movies that are coming up. Like, I know they've already wrapped filming Scream 5. Um, you know, so I wonder what's that going to be in Peacock, I think is in association with Universal Pictures. So if there's any movies that are coming out for Universal, if they want to do that digital day and date release, you know, Halloween Kills may be the, the test subject with that to see how it feels. Maybe it may boost their subscribers. I know there's Peacock is a page um, is a is an ad. Um, so I don't think you have to pay for Peacock, but I know they push ads in there. So you'll be watching a TV show or movies and may break for an ad. I'm not I'm not too sure about movies, but I know for TV shows, it does go to commercial. So other companies that run and run a commercial on Peacock will go in there. Um, but we'll see. We're going to we're going to keep an eye out for movies that are going to move. Um, there's still a possibility that maybe Spider-Man could move. If, if any Marvel movie that moves, they just shift the release date back. So Spider-Man is supposed to come out in December. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is supposed to come out in March. And I know Thor Love and Thunder is supposed to come out in May of 2022. So if they move Spider-Man, they'll just move it to Doctor Strange Day, which that Doctor Strange will move to Thor Love and Thunder. And that will move to Black, uh, Black Panther. So it'll just be a ripple effect. So they already have the release date set. But then that's just like, damn, that's more time we have to wait for these movies to come out i know they are still editing spider-man they're still editing doctor strange that's the reason why we haven't gotten anything yet but it's also a cohesive story with the whole multiverse thing so we'll see so there's different reasons why certain movies may get moves but if the movie has been sitting on the shelf just go ahead and put it out. Like, don't change it again. I don't I don't want to see these movies like keep getting pushed back. And then it's like, oh, snap, that movie came out. Oh, I forgot type thing. And it, I think it will be more detrimental that way. But anyways, thank you guys for checking out the movie Bugle. As I said before, please be sure to follow me on all my socials on Twitter and Instagram at the movie Bugle. You can also search me on YouTube, the movie Bugle. I release a podcast every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And until next time, I will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.